Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want us to talk about South Africa's agricultural trade performance for 2023. In the previous year, South Africa did so well. In fact, in 2022, South Africa's agricultural exports reached a record 12.8 billion US dollars. So it was a good year and there were a number of factors behind that. The first one being the fact that it was a robust year in production, so there were large volumes of exports at record level in certain commodities. Secondly, commodity prices were also high, and that supported uh, this uh, figure of the record exports of $12.8 billion that I mentioned. But this year, we think that we may see some bit of softening uh, from that figure. Uh, one part is that the the commodity prices have come off from levels that we have seen last year. And of course, then this means that we may not see the record uh, levels that we, we saw last year when we think about the exports and how much contribution the higher prices had on the figure that we, we, we achieved. But aside from the price issue, there are also certain restrictions that are still in place and that could limit South Africa's exports. If you think about the livestock industry, uh, we've had an outbreak of a foot and mouth disease in South Africa that uh, negatively affected their beef exports. This past week, though, there were good news that China has reopened its borders and they will be accepting South African beef. And secondly, we have a, an agreement now to export beef to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So that would be a positive for the path forward. But I still think that when we're looking at the beef exports for this year, we may see a slight underperformance when we compare to last year. And in fact, last year, beef exports were already down in South Africa because this foot and mouth disease is something that has been of a drag. So that's the second factor that we still worry to say, even though China now is reopening its, its borders, but the movement of the volumes, will it be faster enough to catch up to an extent that we could beat the, the figures of last year? And I am a bit more hesitant on that. The other factor is that on a citrus side, citrus is one of the important uh, commodities when we're thinking about the exports out of South Africa. It's usually at the top in value terms. And this time around, we continue to experience challenges in the EU. Last year, we had challenges with the uh, forced codling moth, which needed South African fruits to actually be um, uh, put at five degrees Celsius before it could enter the, 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 the EU market. There's a number of details around that, which I think I highlighted to a certain extent in the previous podcast from this one. But of course, now we still have this black, the, the, the citrus black spot issue that it could negatively affect our exports into the, 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 the EU when we're thinking about the volume. So putting all of those factors in perspective, which is firstly the lower commodity prices compared to last year, uh, certain restrictions on citrus exports, as well as the fact that the beef exports have, um, have, have been restricted for much of this year because of the foot and mouth disease, even though now certain markets are opening China and Saudi Arabia giving us access. We still think these may weigh on the exports figures for this year. Because in terms of volumes, though, South Africa has done well. I mean, we have one of the best agricultural seasons. If you think about grains, we have the second largest maize crop, and that means that the exports will also be robust. We have soybean exports that will be going out. In some fruits, if you think about uh, deciduous fruits, we'll see good volumes. Wine, we could see good volumes of the exports. But I think on a pricing side for those products, that's the one factor 
that will weigh on this. And in fact, if you were to just look on the first five months of this year about how South Africa's agricultural exports have looked like, they are somewhere around about uh, just over 5 billion US dollars, roughly unchanged from the same value of the first five months of last year. But I think for the second quarter of this year, we may see some of these factors of commodity prices that I was talking about and the beef issues weighing on a little bit, especially on the Q3 figures when we're thinking about um, the exports out of South Africa. So in my view, uh, looking at all of those things, and comparing with what we achieved last year, I do think that we may see a slight underperformance on that. In the first five months, though, in that just over five billion US dollars, if you think about what were the key destinations of our products, they remain roughly unchanged from what we have. For example, the African continent remain one of the important market for us, the leading one. Roughly 40% of South Africa's agriculture exports go there in, in value terms, followed by the EU. And of course, after the EU, it's a selected markets in the Middle East and Asia. Uh, and outside this region, the U.S., of course, is an important market. And we have citrus and the nuts that we export there, benefiting through Agoa, which again underscored the importance of the Agoa, uh, which will be coming into um, the review soon. And South Africa has made its point that we would like the continuation of participation on that. And we'll see how issues turn out on that. Perhaps that's something that one can discuss as a separate segment. But in terms of the products, then to say in the first five months, what are the key products that have led these export value of just over five billion US dollars uh, out of South Africa? Those were mainly citrus, maize, apples, pears, soybean, wine, wool, sugar, flour meals, and fruit juices, amongst a range of other products. But the leading ones were these that we sent to the to the export markets. And then when we think about the citrus then being one of those leading products in value terms and the EU in the case of citrus is very important. So which is why I think the South African authorities engaging with the EU authorities is an important thing to resolve the black spot issue um, because any challenges that are, are there, they are detrimental to us as well as our producers. And we do believe that from a South Africa perspective, there are clear scientific cases of ensuring the safety and the comfort of the EU. And I hope that there will be clarity there about the long-term rules so that we continue to benefit on that market. On the issue of a foot and mouth disease, I mean, I've made this point uh, in a previous podcast that while the disease has affected us in here, but I do think that going forward, the South African government and private sector really need to put some resources in place to deal with these outbreaks in a more coordinated way because with climate change and everything happening across the world, one can believe that we will see a more frequent occurrences of these diseases. So we have to have certain measures in place and there has to be capital allocation to make sure that there's proper staff, proper medicine and proper ways of curbing um, these uh, diseases. We're talking now about the foot and mouth disease one, but if you think about the poultry sector, avian influenza cases are there. If you think about the pig industry, the African uh, swine fever outbreaks that we typically hear about. So all of these are issues that we need to resolve and they require South Africa as well as the organized um, South African government and organized agriculture sitting together and working on these things. I would also venture in to say here, you know, some of the key things that remain always a threat when we're thinking about the exports is, of course, our logistics, uh, movement of the products on the rail as well as on the ports. But I think the engagement we've had thus far 
with Transnet and their organized agriculture communicating information about what are the glitches, what volumes we're expecting, how's the sector going, has assisted a lot in terms of planning um, or, or on this. And even though there are glitches now and then, I still think that they are better than what we experienced, say, in 2021 or so, where there were also weather issues that affected the Cape Town port. So we are seeing a bit of these exports are going out, but the key hindrances will be the ones that I've mentioned, which is the lower commodity prices, and of course, much of the year uh, have gone with the foot and mouth disease and now the lack of clarity around the EU and all of the difficulties that it presents there. But I think beyond this, the point is clear. South Africa remains a, a will remain a net exporter of agriculture. I think even with all of this, even if our exports soften from the $12.8 billion of 2022, as I said, but will remain a net exporter of agricultural products. And I think beyond this, in terms of policy, it's always important to seek to widen our export markets beyond the current um, uh, uh, regions that we are in. We are big in the EU, we're big in Africa, and we all have, of course, selected countries in the Middle East and in the EU. And South Africa now, which is something that is in line with the current theme uh, that is happening uh, in South Africa this week, which is the BRICS. Uh, business uh, conference, the Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. The whole conference there, South Africa has expressed a view to see widening of the agricultural exports in these um, in, in in these in these BRICS countries. At the moment, the BRICS countries comprise a very small share of South African agricultural exports, about eight percent on average. So the ambition is to see a much greater participation and deepen trade with the BRICS countries. But that is not going to be at the expense of the EU markets, the American market, Asia, certain um, uh, uh, Middle East countries, as well as the African countries, because those are all very important. So the BRICS trade that we talk about is going to be an addition on that. And I think beyond BRICS, South Korea, Japan, Vietnam, Taiwan, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Bangladesh, Philippines are some of the markets that South Africa is looking at and thinking about how to broaden our agricultural uh, trade with these countries. Because at the end of the day, we are working on expanding agricultural production beyond where it is. And whatever new uh, volumes that we bring, we have to have export markets because South Africa already exports about uh, half of what it's produced in value terms. So if production increases, we must have markets at which we can send these products on. So long-term broadening trade is important. BRICS, not a replacement of the EU, America, Africa, Asia, but rather an addition uh, to, to, to that in widening our agricultural trade. But for the year, we may see underperformance. And this doesn't mean the sector is in terrible shape, but it's those factors that I've mentioned. Lower commodity prices uh, this year compared to last year. And of course, much of the year with the African swine fever and the citrus uh, black spot matters. So those are some of the things that I'm thinking about. But of course, as more data becomes available, we'll review and see if we really still hold this view or one may have to adjust the view if then the trade figures begin to point to a different direction. But I thought for this uh, week, I should caution and point out and put this thing on the table to say this is how uh, we are looking at the issues at the moment. Let me stop there for now, folks. My name is Wandi Lesislobo. I'm an agricultural economist based in Pretoria, South Africa. You can read more about some of the things that I write uh, in my blog, wandilesslobo.com. I'll put the link of the blog in the description of this podcast. 
And you can read some of our reports in the organization that I work for, the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa, www.agbiz.co.za. You'll access more of our information there. Thank you for listening. That's it for the week.